Tiffany, and you're listening to the Busy Bitch Podcast and Book Club. I'm a 20-something-year-old teacher that takes on way too much, but honestly, couldn't imagine life any other way. During COVID lockdown, I reconnected with my love of reading, but realized I have no one to talk to about these books. I read a bit of everything, so if you have almost no one to discuss books with, love to read, and read a wide variety of books, join me here each and every Well, wasn't that something? I have to say that beta by Jacinda Wilder really threw me for a loop. It was not at all what I was expecting. The book started out normal and then bam! I was like, what? I mean, I don't think we even made it into chapter two. Following the same pattern that the first book set, I was already upset at the book and wasn't super in love with Roth specifically with Kiri's little game she plays in the morning. Now, I have no issue with wanting to wake up your man with your hands or mouth around his morning wood. I do have an issue that Roth wouldn't, would pretend to be asleep to let her wake him up this way instead of, you know, returning the favor. Would it have killed him to wake her up by fingering her or eating her out or even sucking on her tits? Of course, I didn't have long to fret about this and all this nonsense because holy fucking shit, I didn't see it coming. I honestly thought Roth was the kind of guy that was constantly looking over his shoulder and had all sorts of things in place for his protection, but somehow he was still kidnapped. Now, in chapter two, I was left with quite a few questions like, how the fuck did these people get in and out of the chateau unnoticed? Why doesn't Roth have some badass security system for the chateau? How did Curie sleep through people coming in and taking Roth out of the chateau? Can you tell I'm having fun with the word chateau? I just never get to use it. <laughs> oh, and most importantly, where the fuck is Harris? Because if you are traveling the world, when do you take your security detail? Luckily, Kiri, she's barely with it, even in times of panic, and calls Harris. Her question of who, why, and how kind of stumps me. Kiri is not a stupid person, so her question of who, why, and how seems kind of unreasonable. When you look at the note that was left, it says that he belongs to me. So, obviously, is a woman. A woman that considers Roth hers. So, an ex of some sort. Plus, it must be a rich ex because she paid men to come and get him. So, now, we don't know exactly who, but we have an idea, right? And how, well, she had a man, her man, or men, come do it. Oh, and why? Well, that's an easy one. She wants it. And I'm sure she isn't used to being told no or losing things that she isn't ready to let go of. What I don't get is if you plan on sending a guy to come take care of Kiri, why not just have her killed while the others take Roth? Like, why let her live long enough to wake up, realize he's gone, search the house, freak out a bit, and then call for help? I mean, this bitch had to realize that's exactly what Kiri would have done, right? Right. 
Of course, Kiri doesn't get killed when Roth is taken or when the guy comes to kill her even. She got away because if she didn't, then, you know, there wouldn't have been much of a book left. Anyways, this is when I found out two things. One, I seriously need to start reading action books because, oh my god, I really enjoyed this. Like, I enjoyed this way more than any of the first book. And two, I started thinking about just how much I need to get a Harris as a friend. Like, I don't have anything near this exciting and scary going on in my life. I'm just a teacher. But I feel like it's always good to have some completely badass friends nearby to help you when shit gets cray. Also, Henry or Henri, however you say his name. I love him. Like, I envision this older guy, kind of like a grandpa-ish dude that is also a complete badass. Naturally, I need him, you know, as a friend too. So, while Harris is out there making a plan and Kiri is being protected by Henri, Roth is raped, drugged, and tortured. This is insane. Like, is this drug really out there? It sounds terrible. Like, terrible, terrible torture. Maybe it'd be okay if you weren't forced to take it and, you know, you took it on your own free will. But damn, I actually feel really sorry for Roth. And during this time, we meet Gina, as I expected. She is a total crazy bitch ex-girlfriend. Like, she takes crazy ex-girlfriend to a whole nother level. You have to be really fucked up in the brain to do the things she does. Granted, it does seem like she was raised with death and torment. So these things, they just don't seem too far out of reach for her. In all seriousness, though, what he went through sounds terrible. I don't know how he held out against her. And I don't know how he is anything resembling normal after that. I think most people would need a whole lot of therapy. What boggles my mind is the fact that they are back at Roth's Tower and have no extra security measures. Sort of at this point in the book, Roth was still in recovery, but he, or at least Harris, had to think, man, this isn't smart. Maybe I should get more guys here with lots of guns to protect us. Of course, this doesn't happen. And of course, Kiri doesn't trust her gut, and now she's the one kidnapped. And you know what? Crazy bitch does some really terrible things to Kiri, too. She has to watch a young girl get raped, and I can only assume killed. Her head gets shaved, and I imagine some semblance of scalping going on, and and then it seems as if she is about to get raped and, well, killed too. But then she does something I wasn't expecting. With all of her talk about having to pee, I honestly thought she was just going to, like, pee on his penis. I really didn't imagine her wrapping her legs around his neck and peeing in or on or around his face. So, kudos to you, Kiri, for thinking this one through. Obviously, I was just not as creative. I always find it amazing 
what we as humans can survive and power through when faced with terrible situations. She was able to take down this big fucking man, hide, and then kill the crazy bitch Gina. And then she kept on moving until she was rescued by her man, Roth. Thank goodness. By now, he's with it enough to know he needs to get them out of danger's way because this isn't going anywhere. The danger won't go away. But again, I'm left with a question. Why would you give Harris time off? Like, does this really seem like a time to grant his leave for vacation? Doesn't he have, like, blackout days or something? Whatever. I'm not Roth, so what do I know? So, on this super yacht. By the way, have you looked up what a super yacht is? According to my quick research, there isn't a specific agreed-upon definition, but damn. These yachts are like mini cruise ships. I would be a thousand percent okay to have spent the past year on these boats instead of dealing with this COVID crap. So, on this boat, Kiri rehabs. They get engaged and the threat comes in. They're threatening to kill essentially all the people that Carrie and Roth could ever possibly care about. Now, when I read that Kiri was worried about Layla, I had a vision. I had this fantastic vision for the third book. It stopped being a series specifically about Kiri and Roth, and it switched over to Layla and uh, a bodyguard dude, you know, that ex-Marine Kiri talked about. Layla would obviously resist the bodyguard, and you know, and I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T, what do you know that means? style, you know, that kind of style. But he wouldn't let up and would help keep her safe without impeding on her space. And then maybe she'd eventually let him in and they'd have this crazy love story and some amazing sex. But no, 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 no. That's not what happens. Kiri talks her into coming to the super yacht and Harris has a new company just for Roth and then the story ends. I mean, I guess it's possible Kiri, no, not Kiri, Layla and Harris fall in love, but just doesn't seem likely. Now, I know there's a third book, but I can't seem to talk myself into reading it. I mean, Kiri and Roth are in love. He has gone missing. She's been taken and now they're on a super yacht. And I know book three would be about this battle between Gina's dad because he can't let shit go, even though he obviously has respect and a self-claimed soft spot for Roth, but I can't. Just can't put myself through a third book of this. I'm sure it'd be okay and maybe one day I might want to go back and read it, but we can wait for that day, right? So thanks to the car chase and such I was looking for an action-y book without a bunch of sex and a strong female to lead it, which was kind of hard to find. I stumbled onto a Reddit thread where someone recommended Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn, but I couldn't check out that book, so it's on hold and we'll read it at a later date. I kept up my search and randomly saw Hidden Figures by Margot Margot. 
I don't know how to pronounce your name. Lee Shutterly? On the front page of my Libby app. Now, I can't tell you where I first learned that women helped get us into space and not only women, but black women during a time when that was very, 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 very unheard of. But I can tell you, I didn't learn it from my public education and I certainly didn't hear about it in college, which in my personal opinion is a huge issue. In fact, now that I think about it, maybe I first heard about it while watching the Astronaut Wives Club, which is a really sad fact that a TV show loosely based off of a real event taught me this really important and interesting fact. With that said, I'm also not sure how researched this book is or how many liberties the author took. I plan on looking it up. But I am super excited to read it and learn all about how these women made a difference and more than likely went completely unnoticed. So I'll be back next week to talk about it. Until then, let me know what you think or any future book recs you've got. You can reach me at busybitchpodcast at gmail.com. That's busybitch without the I podcast at gmail.com or busybitchpod on Instagram. Until then, happy reading. and podcast image was created, recorded, and edited by me, Tiffany. Music is Voxel Revolution by Kevin McLeod.